0: Welcome to the Amazing Relationships Podcast with Kim Wilson, a space designed to help you create amazing relationships with yourself and others. Get ready to experience hope, love, and inspiration. Here's your host, Kim Wilson. Greetings. I'm Kim Wilson, your relationship expert. Thank you for joining me. Today we're talking about six ways to improve toxic workplaces. And this is part one. Let's start by asking a couple of questions. My first question is, if you love your job, raise your hand, get them up. (laughs) If you love your career path, raise your hand. Your answer to those two questions are very important because it can impact your role of making the workplace toxic. Typically, when we discuss dysfunctional relationships, personal relationships come to mind. However, the workplace can be a breeding ground for dysfunctional relationships. People go to work every day with a sense of dread because they dislike their boss, co-workers, or job responsibilities. Some people spend more time at work than they do with their families. And if you have to deal with emotional harassment, fault finding, backstabbing, backbiting, cutthroating on a daily basis, it can be absolutely exhausting. Even for me to just say those words back to back feels heavy, saying backstabbing, backbiting, and cutthroating, it's like, yikes! I mean, just dealing with that every day Today, I'm going to offer you encouragement and strategies for dealing with toxic workplaces. Now, professionally, I am a licensed professional counselor. That's my everyday job. And when I graduated from graduate school and I got my first job as a counselor, I don't think, well, I know I didn't, I didn't expect to have... I didn't expect to encounter difficult people because I'm thinking we're all counselors. We're in a setting. Well, let me just tell you, I have had a couple of jobs working around helping professionals and found myself in a toxic workplace. And I thought, how can this be? We're all counselors. We care about feelings. I know that was a little naive of me, I guess, or I don't know. Maybe that was just the positive person inside of me. But I remember particularly having one job and it was so toxic. What made it toxic was the people, the employees. It wasn't the clients, it wasn't the building because the building is just the building. What makes a workplace are the people. And A lot of times people would come in with negative attitudes. They would come in without their smiles and just would come in being negative. Now, I know a lot of times when you are in a position where you, where it's really client and customer based, it can be taxing sometimes. But I felt and believed as trained individuals, we found it was our responsibility to find a way to be our best and do our best, especially as a helping professional. So when a workplace is toxic, the the signs are always there. You can tell because there are a lot of call-outs. Employees take more sick days than usual. You have high turnovers people are out with the cold and flu because believe it or not, when you work in a toxic workplace, it can be, it can impact your immune system and your body's ability to fight off diseases. Just even thinking about people who have ulcers and who get, who have heart attacks, have heart attacks as a result of being stressed out. So the workplace can become an environment for the wounded walking around, the walking wounded, actually. So how do we turn a toxic workplace into an environment where people thrive? I don't think it's enough for us to just go to work and survive. Who wants to do that? I want to live, I want to thrive, I want to be happy. So I'm coming from a team member point of view today. I'm coming from an employee viewpoint. A lot of times when we tackle topics like these, we we speak to the leadership, what the leadership can do differently. Well, it's not always the responsibility of the leadership to ensure that the environment is calm. I think individually, we can do all parts as well to make sure that the environment is a place where we thrive and grow as individuals. So strategy number one, perform well. That's the first thing. Before we start complaining about the workplace being toxic, let's take a step back to make sure we are doing our absolute best and we are performing our job to the best of our ability. Is there something that you don't know about your job, you are unsure about? I say please, please connect yourself to the proper resources and people so you can be the best and do the best inside of your job role. So that's strategy number one, be sure to perform well. Strategy number two, check your attitude. Always make sure that you are walking into the workplace with a positive attitude because if you are walking into the workplace with a negative attitude, then you are adding to the toxic workplace and people will respond to your attitude for every action there is a reaction and part of checking your attitude is avoiding gossiping behavior that gossiping behavior that is a sure way to add to a toxic environment Because if you're participating in gossiping behavior, how can you be somewhere else performing well in your role at your job? Because when you think about it, nobody paid you to gossip. You were paid to perform. And that's strategy number one, perform well. So always make sure your attitude is positive. You are in full control of that. And if everybody walked into the workspace with a positive attitude, I think that would make a world of difference. Strategy number two, communicate appreciation. Now I have been on work sites as a counselor and working as an employee and people talked about not feeling appreciated the, you know, the leadership team, not appreciating their works, their achievements. Well, let's take a look at you. When was the last time you showed a fellow coworker that you appreciated them? Or have you ever shared with a member of the leadership team there that you appreciate them as a leader, but most importantly, your fellow coworker just encouraging them and supporting them in their role. And if you see somebody who don't know how to do something well, how did you support them and embrace them? Or did you talk about them with another coworker and say, you know what? I don't even know how they got that position. They don't know what in the world they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let me just go ahead and raise my right hand. There was a time I probably said that too, but now I know better. So I certainly know to do better. I I certainly wouldn't be a part of that conversation, but yes, just communicating our appreciation to our fellow coworkers, that can make a world of difference as well. Strategy number four. Honoring your commitment and keeping your word. How do you honor your commitment to the mission of the job that you chose to be a part of? This is a job that you said, I accept the invitation that you have offered to me. I accept your offer to be employed here. So you accepted that commitment. How do you honor that commitment? Do you honor that commitment by being on time every day? Do you honor that commitment by coming to work with a positive attitude? Do you honor that commitment by making sure that you do your best every single day? Or do you take shortcuts? Do you take an extra five minutes on your lunch break? Do you take an additional 15 15 minutes and say, nobody will notice? How do you honor your commitment and keep your word? Say what you mean and mean what you say. And, you know, of course, always do that from a place of love. So that's a, a really great way to make sure that your workplace is non-toxic, toxic, just by honoring your commitment. Strategy number five, consider the culture of your workplace. Now, this is an interesting one because sometimes the workplace is filled with with all with people from all walks of life in different cultures. And sometimes we think someone is being disrespectful when they're actually being direct because of their culture sometimes we think we may perceive somebody as aggressive when they are being assertive because of their culture, their gender or what have you. And just taking a step back to take a look at that and just considering the culture of your workplace and what that does, it helps you not to take things personally because when we take things personally, we become offended. And when you feel offended, you feel like somebody has attacked you and you have a need to defend yourself. And, and at that point, when you are in this mindset that you have to defend yourself, you're not thinking about performing at your greatest level because now you're thinking somebody has personally attacked you and so the mindset that you move forward with every day after that point on is different and i think it impacts your level of happiness your joy and just how you perform inside of the workplace and your emotional wellness inside of the workplace so one of the things to consider always is the culture of your workplace so strategy number six stay solution focused i love this one when you are solution focused, you are thinking about the solution and not your problem. You're not thinking about that you hate your job. You're not thinking about that you dislike your coworkers. Somebody gets on your nerve. This person doesn't know anything. All of that is thinking about the problem and is designed, designed to leave you feeling frustrated and irritated. At the very beginning, I asked two questions. I said, if you love your job, raise your hand because if you love your job, that means you're always going to be able to find the strengths in what you do. And you're going to be able to turn any challenges you feel and see into a solution. The second question I asked you was if you love your career path, raise your hand. So regardless if you're here, at the, at the current job that you have or somebody else, you're probably not gonna experience the greatest level of happiness that you can possibly have because you don't know what you want. So it's more than the workplace being toxic. Something probably feel toxic within yourself even when you're not home because you don't know what you want. Confusion feels awful. Who wants to feel confused? It's just like somebody turning you around in a circle 11 times and say, and, and saying to you, go walk straight. It's like, you can't do it. You can't walk straight because your mind feels like it's spinning. So part of strategy number six, staying solution focused is keeping your eye set on what you want. And part of that is planning your own agenda. Your job has an agenda. Any company you work for, they have their own agenda. And rightfully so. If they have an agenda, you need to have an agenda. You need to know where you want to be six months from now, two years from now. What do you want your career path to look like? And if you don't know, I highly recommend finding out what it is that you want to do, what you enjoy. Because when you love your job, whether you're doing it for this company, you can go do it for another company, for somebody who appreciates what you bring to the table. Somebody who who sees your worth and they appreciate your worth. And all of that is part of staying focused on your solution. You know exactly what you bring. You know what you're worth. You're not ever living in fear and walking in a sense of dread because you think that somebody's gonna take something, take your job away from you and it won't be able to be restored again. That's not true. Life would not do that to you. But part of that is understanding what you want, understanding your career path, and keeping your own agenda close to your heart. And then you won't have to worry about operating in a toxic workplace longer than you have to. Okay. So just a quick recap. Your six strategies for improving your toxic workplace are one, perform well. Two, Make sure you walk in having a positive attitude. So always do an attitude check. Three, communicate appreciation to your fellow coworkers. Four, honor your commitment. Keep your word. Strategy five, consider the culture of your workplace. And strategy six, stay solution focused. Well, we did it. We've wrapped up part one of Toxic Workplace. Be sure to check back in a couple of days for part two. Guess what? I'm hosting a 60-minute webinar on March 7th at 8.30 p.m. The webinar is packed with information and tools for dealing with difficult people. Don't get lost in the mood, behavior, or agenda of difficult people. Learn to respond with strategic responses that leave you feeling calm instead of exhausted, confused, irritable, or frustrated. Go to my website to register, www.kimwilsonspeaks.com. If anybody has not told you today, let me be the first. You are amazing. Onward, upward, and beyond. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Relationships Podcast with Kim Wilson. Want more? Visit kwspeaks.com. That's kwspeaks.com for the latest inspirational blogs.